We're all desirous of living in a better world. But let's face it, the world is just a space that we occupy. Many people are hurting as we're all living through a global mental health crisis that got even worse after the COVID-19 pandemic. For things to get better, we all have to take responsibility for what is going on in our minds. Healthy equals happy. Hey guys, it's your girl Basha, and you know what's up? Today's Tuesday, so it's time for our Basha video podcast. Today we're discussing the global mental health crisis affecting women. Most times people are reluctant to accept that something is not right with their state of mind. Perhaps it's because we're very quick to attach labels to people who, who are brave enough to seek help for mental issues. So many organizations are hiring very qualified professionals who are in a lot of emotional and mental pain. It is very important that mental health becomes a priority in the workplace. If organizations are prioritizing head of diversity and head of this, they also need to, to consider adding a head of mental and emotional health. In fact, happy, healthy equals happy. Today, I'm joined by some phenomenal queens. On the top right is our experts on our panel, um, mental health expert Dawn Townsend, MS, LPC, NCC, a licensed professional counselor in the state of Georgia and a national certified counselor. Dawn graduated with a 4.0 from Mercer University, obtaining a Master of Science in Community Counseling and graduated in the top 10 of her class, summa cum laude, from Spelman College, receiving a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology. Her knowledge is vast having more than 15 years of clinical experience in working with children, adolescents, and adults from diverse populations. She currently works as a COO, Vice President of Hopeful Change LLC. She's a psychotherapist in the group practice and a clinical compliance specialist and behavioral assessment and mental health evaluation manager for a local mental health agency. When she's not hard at work, serving in the capacity of therapists as therapists, you'll find her serving her family and her surrounding communities. I'm also joined by, I should say joined again, by none other than Leslie Ann Bailey, Trinidadian American. Leslie Ann is an occupational therapist, entrepreneur, and a graduate from Howard University. She's based in Washington, DC. And I wanna say a special welcome back to Mrs. Alana Avis. Alana was raised in Montreal, Quebec by Trinidadian parents. She's a cybersecurity risk executive and fitness enthusiast who loves a good effortless fashion moment. Currently, she's also venturing into entrepreneurship, building an e-commerce brand rooted in wellness. She's based in Atlanta, Georgia. Ladies, welcome back. <laughs> That's a private joke. And before we get into it, I wanna remind our viewers and our listeners that the Ask Basha podcast is available on iTunes and Spotify, and the video version is available exclusively on BashaPowell.com and YouTube, YouTube slash BashaPowell. Are you ready, ladies? Yes. Yes. On the marks, get set, let's go. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was very excited about today's topic because I wish people of color in particular would prioritize their mental health. Yeah. Women of color in particular, we're the last to, to seek help. We would find solutions for everybody in our family. We'll take care of everybody first, but we put ourselves last. And, you know, 
your brain is a part of your body. Newsflash, you, you you have a headache, you have your 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 your, your feet not feeling right, you have a backache, you go to a doctor. So if your head not feeling right, you go to a therapist. You know, it's just in my head, in my mind, this is normal, but it's not normal in a, for a lot of people, particularly in communities of color. Um, Dawn, uh, Dawn Thompson, you are the expert, and I'm starting with you. Why is mental health not such a priority? Why is there a negative stigma attached to mental health in communities of color in particular? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think first it's important to understand that people fear what they don't understand, you know, and so often in our communities, um, mental health is viewed as a, a stigma because of what is linked to mental health, right? So in our communities, we've always been told to keep things on the hush-hush or keep them quiet or what happens in our house stays in our house, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of how we've been raised. That's kind of how we've grown up. We have also been told to, you know, you should pray more or you should go to church more. Um, that's been something that we've heard a lot of times, but yeah. what people don't understand is that, as it says in the Bible, as I'm a, a an advocate for God, I'll be the mm -hmm. first person to talk about God and my love for Christ um, Me too. and the power, right, of Jesus. Um, but in the Bible, it states faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And if we don't put in the work to manage our mental health, there's no way for us to get better. So it's important that we prioritize it and that we understand what it's really about, that our mental health is really about our mental wellness. And I like that word, mental wellness. Thank you for introducing that word because that's something, that's how I feel about it. Um, but I, I've just not expressed it that way. Having, you know, let me just say, this last year has been like a tornado. We didn't see this tornado coming, this pandemic. Nobody, not even our grandparents. So this was not something we could have imagined. If I had a movie to write, if I had a show to create, I couldn't come up with a script. And it came, a lot of us, myself included, I felt mentally trapped. All my creativity left my body. I knew I had to do something real quick. So I took a personal decision to go to therapy. I also knew that there are a lot of people who were feeling like me. It's just that they weren't brave enough to admit it. But I knew deep down inside, this didn't feel well. And I had to do something about it. So I went to therapy. I don't know what you're going to think about me. You could look at her and say, but she has it all together. Her life is lit. Yeah, and I want my life to continue being lit. Absolutely. So I realized that I had to go get some help. Am I broken? No, I've just been fixed. <laughs> um, Dawn Thompson, I want to ask you, though, um, how do we get people to understand that mental health issues does not equate to being crazy. Not because you need to see a therapist, it means that something is wrong with you. It means that something is wrong, but it doesn't mean that you are broken and there's, that you're cuckoo. Because if you have heart disease, you go see a heart specialist. That's right. But you don't see yourself as broken. What's up with that? How do we get people to process this and say, hey, this is what's up. You're not cuckoo, you're not crazy, you're not inferior because you need to talk to what they like to call a shrink. You need to go see a shrink. That's not a bad word. How do we help our listeners and viewers to process that? 
Yeah, I, I think the importance is really understanding that we have to provide our communities with resources and education. And mm -hmm. most importantly, um, I think changing the narrative in reference to how we view what mental health really is. And like I said, I like to view mental health in reference to mental wellness, because a lot of times mental health is referred to as mental illness, right? And when we see that word ill, right, we think of problems. You know, ill is not associated with a good terminology. So when we hear that, it doesn't resonate good feelings or, or things that we want to associate with ourselves. So we avoid it, right? We we remove ourselves from it. So instead of looking at looking at mental wellness is a way for us to view it differently, for us to change our perspective, for us to change the narrative and how we relate to how we should take care of ourselves. Because mm -hmm. mental health is a holistic thing, right? Yeah. A lot of times just people try to box your brain and your mind into one secluded area, but really it's about our whole body. It's about our mind, our body, our spirit and our soul and how they're intertwined because they're all connected. Correct. Um, Leslie, I don't want to start with you. Um, we both grew up in the Caribbean and, and I always felt growing up in the Caribbean, there's a stigma attached back then that is a stigma attached to going to get help, going to a therapist. This idea that, you know, people to know your business, you know, that's that's what we heard growing up. You need, you need to, to keep a stiff upper lip and you need to hold it together. And 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 I want to say that now that I that I'm wiser and and, and I've and I more I'm more evolved and more exposed, mm -hmm. I I can see that there are many people from our culture who can be experiencing a lot of trauma right now because that we were taught to buckle everything up, mm -hmm. stay composed, yeah. look pretty, walk out there and keep it all together. Don't talk my business on the streets. Was that your experience? Because that was mine. That was my experience as well. It was <laughs> deemed to be a taboo to even, you know, discuss anything that's related to your mental health mm -hmm. or mental illness. And, you know, there, there's some, the negative terms that we use for for individuals who we deem to be mentally ill and mm -hmm. you know those terms are just they're just not appropriate um so yeah as i was exposed i realized that it was important to to take care of my own mental health mm -hmm. and to make sure that i was well so you know i i, I kind of gave up that you know that thinking that way of thinking that we grew up with me too. At, mm -hmm. a, at an early stage, uh, yeah. you know, I realized that it wasn't effective and it wasn't going to help me yeah. as, you know, as I was, you know, experiencing things in life and, you know, trying to grow professionally as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I get to Alana Avis, I want to also mention, like, for me, the way I see it now is, um, as I said, I see it from a wellness perspective, even though I've, ne I've never said it like that. So I like that whole phrase. I'm not going to yeah. use mental wellness instead of mental illness. I now feel as though I'm going to um, do the same thing I do with my regular facials and, and, and have regular check-ins with my therapist because I felt, well, I should say, when I was finished, I felt like I was thirsty for years. I was in this mm. desert and I had a big glass of water. And you know how you feel when you're dehydrated and you finally get a cup of yeah. water? That's how I felt. And that's when I know that I did the right thing for me because you can't, you know, watch that person who seems to be holding it all together because perfection does not exist. You hear me? You feel me? 
And the ones who appear to be holding it together the most are the ones who are waiting to exhale or ready to explode. Mm. It's true. Facts. That's what I learned, you know, because I was ready to explode. <laughs> Everything became too much. Oh, yeah. oh, you call me to, I can't do all of this. I'm like, simple things. I'm like, you know, so that was my experience. Um, I feel that we all need therapy. Absolutely. Don't 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 single out those who something is happening to them. The person who's getting the signal is luckier than you, because mm -hmm. we all get signals. Some of us choose to ignore it. How Absolutely. do you feel about that, Alana Amos? I I agree. We all get signals. I think it's very important to be self-aware like what you said you have to understand what's happening uh, with you um we like to um do a lot of retail therapy or say i'm gonna make myself look cute to kind of camouflage or neglect really um what's the word uh hide mm -hmm. how you're really feeling that it's really a you need to talk to somebody mm -hmm. and then it becomes unchecked you know okay. and it goes unchecked and then you either become you explode or you depressed, et cetera. So I do think it's important for people to be in tune with themselves um, and listen to yourself and get the help that you need. Like for me, it's not okay. very taboo. My mother's a registered nurse was for, you know, 40 you know, mm. 50 years. So for yeah. me, that topic in the house was very standard. Are you doing okay? How's your mental, et cetera. And my mother was an advocate for it first. So for me and my sister growing up, we always, we're in tune with that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's something else you want to tell us that you're not, you're not telling us, but, but as we go along, yes, I'll tell you, you tell me, um, I mean, I have admitted to having therapy and let me tell you all something, you know, when you see me coming, just know that the girl that you see before you is well put together. Cause I've been mended and fixed and stitched up the lady you had before who was just masking all of that. Yeah. Well, she had issues, you see? But this girl here, she feeling ready. Yeah, that's my therapy. I'm ready. I'm fired up and ready to go. That's how I felt because it's wellness. I feel now that I'm going to have regular check-ins. I'm going to have my, my therapist on speed dial and say, hey, I need an oil change, you see? Maintenance. That's right. Yeah, that's that's all. I mean, I might sound like I'm joking, but I'm dead serious. Absolutely. Because I've seen the benefits, you know? Um, Dawn Thompson, I feel like mental health is simply the key. Having had my own experience and my other friends, people in my inner circle, we all feel that way. No matter how qualified you are, if your mind ain't right, hmm. it's just ain't right, you know? That's Something right. Ain't right. Um, so this is how I feel. You just can't be effective. Is that correct? I mean, it starts there. If, you, if you're having trouble understanding why you would need a therapist, first understand that if your mind is not all together, mm -hmm. you can't be the professional you say you are. Because here's the thing. A lot of people feel embarrassed. Hey, I'm a big doctor. I'm a big teacher. I'm a big occupational therapist. I'm a big businesswoman. I don't need therapy. Yes, because you're carrying a heavy load. So you might be the one who needs therapy. Shine some light on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's important for people to understand that therapy, you know, has often been stigmatized in the past that it's just for crazy people. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is that's a statement I'm so tired of hearing that I wish it would just cease to exist. Right. Mm -hmm. um, because we all know that therapy is for any and everybody. Um, and I, I think a lot of times people fail to understand the real purpose 
of therapy and, and why it was designed. Um, you know, a major reason why I got into the field that I got into is because I wanted to help people utilize their most powerful resource. And our most powerful resource is our mind. And we fail to realize that on, on so many occasions that we fail to prepare, we fail to be educated, we fail to get the resources that we need. And sometimes it's not due to our own experience, but it's because of what exists in society. So that's why I became part of the solution instead of the problem, because I wanted to help people deal with what was going on in their life. You know, I, I think it's so vitally important that we understand our history, right? Mm -hmm. And for us, specifically communities of, of, of color, mm -hmm. we have had to deal with so much trauma, generational trauma, historical trauma, things that have been no fault to our own. If you really think about it, if you take a minute to really stop and think about what happens to us in life when mm -hmm. We have no control over something, something that we didn't ask for, something that we didn't request, something that we didn't pray for. That is trauma. Wow. Trauma wow. Say it again. Trauma hits all of us. It does mm -hmm. not have a name. It's not designed for you. It's not designed for me. It has no color. It impedes all of our lives without our control. And that mm -hmm. is something that I find so vitally important about helping people is getting to the root of their trauma because that is something that people do not talk enough about. Right. Wow, that is some facts. You know, I'm glad you said that because one of the things that I discovered in my own experience with therapy a couple months ago, um, during the time of COVID, I felt my creativity leave my body. And if you know me, my mind, and, and that's why I agree with you, my mind, that's my office. Absolutely. If I don't have my mind, I can't make money. Okay, that's right. As a business owner, my mind has to be on all fours. Elevator has to be stopping on all floors. So if I'm overloaded and it's not functioning right, I know that's an alarm. It's the sounding of an alarm, and I waited too long, and the alarm went off. And my thing is, I then realized that hey, something is not right. I went for therapy, but I didn't go for therapy because I wanted to. You know, I, I, I didn't experience major depression yet because I went, I was being proactive. Right. But having had that experience, now I know, hey, why wait until then? This is going to be a regular checkup for me, like changing the oil in my car. This is going to be a regular checkup for me. I, I have to check in with myself That's right. to be more effective, to be that whole person that I want to be. Just Absolutely. like when my nail shop, I run to the, the, nail, the nail store. I don't wait until the whole nail peel off. Nail shop right. is just, you know, and as I said before, I recognize that I was holding it all together and mm -hmm. that don't work. Only for work. so long. Only for so long. And the expert is here to tell you that. Well, I didn't know that because I'm not an expert. But one of the things I wanted to ask you as well is that as a, a therapist, do you have you and do you seek therapy as well? Because I mean, this has been a year like no other. Yes, and I I, I think it's um you know that's a very important question. I'll, I'll mm -hmm. share a brief story. Um, mm -hmm. as part of my graduate program, we were required to actually attend therapy, and mm -hmm. the reason why they made us do this is because mm -hmm. they wanted us to be able to understand the therapeutic process from the client's perspective. And it was transformative. I mean, yes. it changed my life in a way that you wouldn't be able to believe. And it was really necessary for me 
to deal with my own stuff. You know, they call it your own stuff, your own baggage, right? Mm -hmm. If you will. And it was important that I understand where I was coming from and who I was as a person before I started affecting and infecting other people's lives. Because to be quite honest, the therapeutic relationship is a real relationship. You get involved with people's lives. And I've had to deal with some very heavy things, especially since um, COVID has started. You know, I, I have seen the gamut of things in, in relation to therapy um, from small child, you're talking about four years old, to um, wow. the adult population dealing with like a 65 year old. But yeah. when you're talking about the pandemic and you're talking about the, the seriousness and the severity of diagnoses that are occurring with anxiety and depression and grief and loss and trauma. I mean, this is heavy stuff. Heavy. So it is. When, when, you, when you get with a therapist, you want to make sure that this is somebody that you trust, somebody that you trust with your life because it is work, ladies. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Therapy is work. It's not for the faint at heart. You really mm -hmm. have to be ready to put in the work to be able to make the effective changes that you, you want to see in your own life. And to be a better version of yourself. Cause Absolutely. that's what I wanted to be a better Absolutely. version of myself. Mm -hmm. And it helped me. One of the things I also discovered um, in my therapy journey was that the pandemic was not the cause of my anxiety or my issues. It was the trigger. You know, I was always a jet setter and I really didn't have time to process anything for most of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just, you know, like how they say, go get a girl. That was my mindset. I was on the grind. You know, I also felt I'm not proud to admit this. I felt that the more successful I became, that would solve whatever trauma I which I didn't identify with until therapy. That would that would make everything right. Mm -hmm. So the more successful I became, the further removed. I would be from whatever trauma that I put in the Pandora box, you know? Does that Absolutely. make sense to you, Dawn? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I discovered that, hey, don't blame COVID for, for the problems, for the trauma. Thank COVID for allowing you to deal with the, tra the trauma so that you be can become a better version of yourself. How about That's that? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's, That's her good. insight. Going on. Yeah. She had the insight to be yes. able to, you know, step back and process things. And, you know, yeah. sometimes we just, you know, we're moving so quickly. We just can't sit back I, and, and I didn't know I had anything to process, to be honest, guys. I didn't yeah. really know because I, I'm very open-minded to therapy. Very. Yes. Right. But what led me straight through the door was the level that the anxiety had gotten to. Mm -hmm. And that's why I knew that the pandemic was a major trip, the trigger. Mm -hmm. And I guess I have to say thank you. Yes. Okay. So that trigger, you know? Mm -hmm. I personally haven't found a therapist that I love. So I, I agree and totally advocate for having a therapist. And my small and large circle, men and women have therapists. I'm happy to report. But I've tried one or two, and I just have not made, maybe I'm making excuses. I don't know. Yeah, well, I feel. <laughs> talk to you to the that. devil because I wanted to just send you a DM right now and say, hey, 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 you're, you're really making feel, excuses. Really like, why you need to love your therapist? No, no, no. Your therapist no, is not a personal relationship. A relationship with the therapist. So I'm just like, but you for a lack of other words, we didn't buy. 
right? right. So if I'm not open, if I'm not comfortable to really right. express or share, yeah. I'm not receiving the information for that person the right way, it wasn't valuable. So for me, it didn't work out. Um, but I'm I'm gonna do my homework and I'm gonna Please continue to look homework. because you have a great one. My girlfriend, mm -hmm. yes. my other guy friend just no. told me he has a great one. So, so I, you said, I do you, need it. Depending maybe on. I should let Dawn Townsend um, assist you in 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 the approach to finding a good therapist. Finding the right one. Yeah, because for me, I wasn't trying to love my therapist. I was trying to get help okay. to process. And, uh, and so, and I agree with that. So and to Dawn, maybe you can help me offline or whatever, but it's yeah. not about loving the person, but if I'm not even willing to, and this is coming for a, a person who's aware already of themselves and the need for it, is not willing to open up to that person. Like right. I don't feel safe. Mm, absolutely. I, I can't do the work. Absolutely. I, I mean, Miss Alana, you, you're hitting the nail on the head. Honestly, it is very, very important that you find somebody that you mesh well with. Um, mm -hmm. Your therapist is, it is a relationship like no other. No, your therapist is not your parent. Your therapist is not your homegirl. That's not the purpose mm -hmm. of the relationship because mm -hmm. you have to be able to trust the information that's coming from this individual and you have to be able to be open to receiving it like you were right. saying. So mm -hmm. if you don't feel like it's a safe space because that is like the number one rule in therapy, it's a safe space, a non-judgmental space, right? Mm -hmm. For us to be open, for us to be honest and transparent about what's going on with us. Because like I tell every client that I've, I've ever seen in my entire life, I can't help you if you don't allow me to help you. If you mm -hmm. tell me that your heart hurts, right? And it's really your elbow. Well, <laughs> if I'm helping you work on your heart and it's your elbow and we've been doing all of this terrible work because it's not your heart, but it's your elbow. Well, you gonna look at me like I'm not doing my job. <laughs> that's, right? That's, right. that's right. That's right. Yeah. You feel me? Right. That's right. That's so the work true. has to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, um, so for me, my, my experience is that I, I, I saw a wonderful therapist many, many, many years ago, not um, well before the pandemic. And, you know, I, I shared that I will walk in the door. I could not wait to get there. Aww. And and I'm pretty much a person who I, I wouldn't open up to many people. And yeah. I walk in the door crying and talking and crying and talking and I wouldn't stop talking. And then, you know, I, I would hate for the session to end because Aww. it was just so effective. So I, I, I do understand the importance of it. I understand the importance of the work. I understand the importance of continuing the work, never stopping, if you know, if at all possible. So I, I could see I could see your perspective. I could see your yeah. perspective, Alana. I'm you gonna know, try. I'm yeah. not giving you, up. Yeah, you know, keep you trying. Know, Don't. You know what I have discovered, and and again, I'm not an expert. This is just my own experience with people who are therapist shy, not in theory, but in mm -hmm. actual practice they normally have an informal therapist because i'll tell you why i have a few girlfriends um, and other people i know who not they, i don't know if they believe in therapy but they definitely believe in offloading mm -hmm. because everybody needs to offload <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, am i talking the truth yes don yeah. Thompson. yes but absolutely. is offloading good is offloading good well offloading for me this is me talking as a professional now not an expert uh, yeah um Offloading is only good if you're offloading to the right people who can give you the right direction. Now, if you are not offloading to somebody who's an expert on in your broken matters, then that's a waste of your time. Right, right. I just want to make sure. I mean, I offload too. I want to make sure with everybody okay. has to offload. <laughs> but I, for matters such as that, like I have 
people in my inner circle that I offload too, but they would not have been able to, to connect the dots and tell me where my where my um trauma started from. They don't know about those things. Right. Right. You, you feel right. me? Right. Yeah. So that's my point. Not that you can't confide in a girlfriend here and there. That's different from getting getting help. Right. Your girlfriend don't know anything about trauma. <laughs> right. Very true. Except you for know? maybe what she's experienced. She right. Yeah. Right. She, yes. she know what trauma feels like, but Absolutely. she don't know how to fix trauma. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, you know, when when you when you find yourself in, in relationships that are resulting in constant offloading, maybe some of these people need to be advised that hey. Whilst I am happy to listen, I want to steer you in the right direction where you can That's get right. actual right. help. That's yeah. right. That's how we can play our role there. Okay. Agreed? Agreed. Um, because what I have also discovered, and I want to ask Dawn about this, the, the anxiety levels. Let me tell you that I have never felt anxiety at that level. As I said, my creativity left my body. Um, but it was clear to me that anxiety is like one of the first signs, that signals that, hey, Time for some help. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, you know, we all suffer from varying levels of anxiety on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Mm -hmm. And as with stress, mm -hmm. a certain amount of anxiety is healthy for us, right? It's normal. But when you start getting in the unmanageable levels of anxiety to where, mm -hmm. you know, it's causing physiological effects or physical symptoms, you know, it's problematic. You know, if, you, if you're noticing that, um, you know, your heart is racing all the time, or you feel like you have pressure in your chest, or you're clenching your jaw when you're sleeping at night, or, you know, those are signs of anxiety, whether we really recognize it or not. But that is our body letting us know that, hey, you know, something is wrong, something is not right here. Yeah. Um, and since the pandemic, you know, the the numbers have been astonishing, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I've been doing some fact checking, and I, I want to share some of our facts so we can kind of really understand where we are at um, since the pandemic started. Um, mm -hmm. This was a study that was done um, in July, 2020, right? So this was after the pandemic had started, we were a few months into it. Um, and these are specifically for anxiety and depressive disorders, right? So from this particular study from Kaiser Family Foundation and Kaiser Health News, it reported that four in 10 adults in the US have reported symptoms of anxiety and depressive disorder, which is up from one in 10 adults who reported from January to June of 2019. Wow. So just a year prior, before the pandemic started, you're talking about from a 10 to 11% to mm -hmm. a 40%, which is 30% increase of anxiety and depressive disorders. Wow. That is astronomical. That is a, that is a pandemic in itself, a mental Absolutely. pandemic. Yo, that is Absolutely. crazy. Oh, pardon the, the reference, but that is crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and it, it, it goes without saying that it is a global crisis. You know, you're talking about a mental health crisis that we really need to be in tune with. And we really need to continue to seek out ways that we can manage this and that we can utilize the resources that we have and educate mm -hmm. ourselves in ways that we haven't before. You know, yeah. everybody is talking about mental health at this point. It's everywhere because it's of everything everybody's that's going on. It's everybody's problem. You Absolutely. Know, I was I was going to make the point that you know, and I'm I'm sure you would have seen a spike in in your your clientele and yourself and your colleagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because people need to process this. this Absolutely. This, even if you never had trauma, which is rare, 
This has been right. traumatic. Yes. Just think oh about my God. it. Even if you never had trauma, you're coming from a place where you're unlike me, you never had trauma. This is traumatic. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and so now for those who are unwilling to admit it, you may have a choice. I am here to tell you that what I have discovered in this process of in this past year is that we are all broken at some level. That's right. We're all broken. That's right. Even if you're broken from this, you know, mm -hmm. I, as I said, I used to feel as though the more successful I become, I don't have to think about broken. We're talking about another type of broken and, and money don't fix all your, your trauma or your problems or your feelings. As we know, I mean, rich people got problems too. And you look at them and say, well, why, why are you a problem? Because money is not everything. Right. At the end of the day, right. if this not right, things ain't tight. That's right. right. Before I had left my big, this other uh, job that I had, when I, like to your point, you're saying once you're successful, you're making money, everything mm -hmm. is good. So then I left this job. And this is when, is in that job when I really started to, in a real way, understand that I needed mental, like I needed to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So I left this job and I thought I was doing the right thing. I was so happy, but I had such an identity crisis. Oh. I was like battling myself in my head every day for two years. Like I'm good. I'm not good enough. I'm good on what could I have done this? Could I have done that? It, you know, and then, then bringing up my past, not my past, but my childhood, mm -hmm. I had a very good childhood, but being, you know, different uh having to learn french my parents couldn't learn french does this one like me they're sun tanning in montreal quebec should i sun tan too do i do wear spf like it was all i was just all yes. very confused yeah. on my identity i guess i have yes. a lot of friends a big social circle like you said people like she's on and popping but mm -hmm. my, me myself mm -hmm. was having an identity crisis of who i am and that's because so many years who I was, was my job. Yes. Because then, that's where we go and find that identity. And I, be I, I became my job, my brand. Right. And then I, I, and I didn't know, although it looked good on the outside, internally I was battling myself. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. was kind of like the root. I mean, the, the, having the pandemic was a whole nother situation because then I didn't have an outlet. So in that situation, I have an outlet. I can still go here, there, get yeah. a job, go out. But then I have that plus the trauma. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> so, so what? So what I what I hear you say is that you 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 came from an excellent emotional place inside your house. The problem was outside your house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When some of us had the trauma inside our houses, That's you know. Right. So, which goes to show that we all yes have something to fix. Right. And the thing that we put in the Pandora box, the thing that we think, well, I dealt with that because I'm so far removed from that. Right. You can run, but you can't hide. That's right. right. You feel me? Yes, that's right. Over to you, counselor. <laughs> well, and I, I think you bring up a powerful point because just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? And oftentimes that's what we do. We right. push it away. Mm -hmm. We hide it. We are in denial we say that it doesn't exist when we know mm -hmm. for a fact that it does and really what happens is the longer you push it away the more difficult it is to to deal with it later because you are going to have to deal with it at some point in life like mm -hmm. it, it, there is no way that you can continue to matriculate through your life and not yeah. deal 
with the trauma and the issues that you've had in life in order to be effective, in order to be a better version of you, like you said earlier. Um, Adaptation. Absolutely. And and I think that's an, important for us to really think about. You know, my husband and I have this saying with, with therapy and with counseling that it's like a tree, right? So you have roots, you have the, the, the trunk, and then you have the branches and, and you have the leaves, right? So that determines for me at what part in a person's development where we're going to start with a therapeutic process. Are they coming to me with leaf issues, leaf problems? Are they coming to me with trunk problems? Are they coming to me with rooted problems? Is this a core issue that we really need to get to the bottom of? Mm. Um, and oftentimes what people don't realize is that their surface issues, you know, the leaf issues that I was mm. talking about is connected to that root issue because Mm. That's where it comes from. That's, That's the anxiety. And what, where does the anxiety link to? You know, where that's does right. the anxiety link to? Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's when you brought up the conversation about triggers. That's what we talk about when we talk about those triggers, how we're triggered. Yes. And triggers are something, right? Because right. we can be triggered by so many different things, things that we don't even really think about. Mm -hmm. um, and as you were saying, Ms. Basha, this pandemic was a trigger for you in Big dealing time. with other issues that you were dealing with, right? Um, but we can be triggered by music. We can be triggered by oh my gosh. smell. smell. Yes. We, can be triggered. we can be triggered by so mm -hmm. many things. That's why I was talking about the holistic experience because you're talking about your whole body and what happens with your entire body. So right. if you think about, for instance, in reference to a person that may have lost somebody, they have, may have lost a family member or a spouse or somebody that was really close to them and they smell a cologne or a perfume, you know, it takes them right back to that memory that's a trigger for them. And mm -hmm. it could be a trigger for happiness or it could be a trigger for sadness. sadness. I it can so relate to that. Yeah, yes. I can as well. It could be a multitude of things. So I can mm -hmm. so relate to that. Me There's too. a reason that I'll talk about off air why I don't eat ramen raisins ice cream and why 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 it took me years to be able to consume red beans. Mm. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. a trigger. And if I had linked that kind of trigger to a pandemic, I would have realized that my pandemic issue was not a pandemic issue that's right so i have to thank the pandemic to help for helping me to become a better version of myself that's for sure you know and yes. i wanted to say something based on what you said don don thompson um the things we don't talk about those are the things that really bother us oh and that's, and that's yes. dangerous yes that's dangerous you know that you feel me yes but we Especially feel like we're doing a good job, inside, right? The thing that we don't talk about because That's it's the like thing the thing that you're least vulnerable about, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, I I tell people, I mean, I am open, but I'm I'm open, so I'll share a bunch of things, a lot of things, things that people think are so personal, mm -hmm. but they don't. Those things don't affect me, mm -hmm. but the things that do affect me because I don't, I do, I hardly talk about it because it makes me feel vulnerable. Mm -hmm. and I don't want to feel vulnerable. Yes. So, yeah. So, and, and, and that comes back to something though. I ain't trying to psychoanalyze because I know I spruce, right? I am analyzing me. It's you said something that was a trigger for me when you talk about safety, like you didn't oh, feel mm -hmm. safe for that therapist. Well, I found out that that was my real problem with the whole anxiety. I get anxious when I don't feel safe. Yeah. And where does the feeling of not feeling safe comes from? Then I went to the trauma. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so mm. I hope that our listeners 
and our viewers would understand. I hope this awakens something in you with us yeah. inviting an expert. And there's a reason why I read out the credentials of, 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 of my panelists, because I want people to know that we take time and do our research and we bring the best people to you to really help you to, to find yourself and to become a better version of yourself, people you can identify with and stuff, because not everybody can afford to go for therapy as well. Okay. And, and, and maybe just listening to this conversation can ignite some form of desire to find affordable therapy. Right. You know, you would realize that you can use your medical insurance and stuff to get therapy right. if you are so blessed to have it. Mm -hmm. But it's the point of it is that it's important. Don't right. feel as though if you go for therapy, you don't have it all together. In fact, you have it all together if you, if you go for therapy. I'm here to tell you that. Right. I, but can I, I just want to say something too, because mm -hmm. I'm an advocate for it as well. Mm -hmm. But in our world today, mm -hmm. and I, I want to say this without, I'm, I don't, because I don't want to belittle mental health wealth health wellness. wellness but at the end of the day just because we talk about it and it's very important and we advise to seek it doesn't mean that you have to if you don't need it or don't feel to i don't because the thing is is like no but uh, but uh, see i'm gonna be on the wrong side of the track no you need to talk about truth no you talk about just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean doesn't mean that you need to do it. That's so right. it's right. important for you to be self-aware, understand Correct. the triggers if Absolutely. you need to get it. Correct. But also don't just do it because it's the hot thing or that's what everybody's saying Correct. you need to do. Correct. And I, I agree with that because now we're not trying to say, hey, well, we are here talking about therapy. Go for therapy. No. I'm saying listen to your body. Yes. yes. Look at your triggers. I had a trigger. So that's what sent me there. And it wasn't my first time, but it's my first time in recent time, you mm -hmm. know, and I had a trigger, you know, it's like a woman who's becoming more in touch with her body, all parts of it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more empowering and, 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 um, liberating than getting to know yourself more. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though I got to know myself way more. And I like her more very good as you should she got, she's coming out fight firing <laughs> because you're feeling real good <laughs> you know i want to remind our viewers and our listeners to follow us on our um respective socials which they're all in the article in bashapowell.com um, everybody's Instagram is on it, you know, follow us, keep up with us on our respective sites and stuff. Um, and I also want to remind you that this broadcast, every episode of this broadcast is available on Spotify and iTunes and the video version is available exclusively on BashaPowell.com. So don't forget to subscribe and on YouTube slash Basha Powell. Ladies, this has been a blast. I mean, it took a lot for us to bring this broadcast yes. to our people, but we ain't going to tell them, you know, you know. What's we up? did it. We did we, it. We did it. Thank you, That's Jesus. Right. We Thank did you, it. Jesus. And I just want to be able to go and get this out as soon as possible. This is the reason we created this broadcast. As women, we have an obligation to uplift each other, not fight each other down, cut each other down, hold each other back because of race, color, skin tone, class. All of that doesn't matter at the end of the day. What matters is 
being able to come together to fight and address our problems collectively. We're better off together. You know, mental health is something that definitely needs us coming together to fight the stigma. We need organizations to be more proactive. We need people to be more proactive so we can pursue mental wellness. And that's what I got from today. So thank you so much for that, Dawn Champson. We want mental wellness. And I certainly can resonate with that feeling because that's how I felt after my own journey. We have to remove that idea that something is wrong with us because we're seeking therapy or we're going to a therapist. It means that something is right with us. Treat therapy and and prioritize mental wellness as a form of proactivity, as a a form of becoming a better version of yourself. You know, Um, the world would be a better place if we all took time to deal with ourselves because hurting people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And remember, happy is equal to healthy. That's a wrap. Is it good, Vaja? This was a good one. I'll see you yeah. soon. We have a lot more to discuss. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Ladies, thank you for joining me. It's been a thank blast. You. I have to go. I have to go and get my mental wellness on. Yes, self-care. <laughs> you know, self-care. I got to take yes, care of this yeah. bad day, honey. That's right. <laughs>